Gaudem scaldebo in Domino. Rejoicing, I will rejoice in the Lord. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Rejoicing, I will rejoice in the Lord. And my soul shall be joyful in my God. He has clothed me with the garment of salvation, and with the robe of justice he has wrapped me about as a bride adorned with her jewels. O mystery, a song intoned from the womb. The church takes the jubilant words of the prophet Isaiah and places them in the mouth of the Immaculate Conception. The child, full of grace, just conceived in the womb of her mother, St. Anne. Dear Brother Isaiah, I shall make no secret of it. The choice of your name came to me from the introit of today's Mass. I will greatly rejoice in the Lord, and my soul shall be joyful in my God, for he hath clothed me with the garments of salvation. Now, to really grasp the text, one must sing it indeed as we sang it at the beginning of this Holy Mass. Because the exegesis of the text, its hidden meaning is brought out in the ravishing third-mode melody composed by Dom Potier, the monk of Solemn, and later the abbot of Saint-Vendrille. An amazing piece, because it soars pure as crystal in a kind of ecstatic cry of undiluted joy. Joy in God. And so, the child Mary, while still in the womb, intones the introit of today's Mass as a kind of prelude to her Magnificat. The child Mary just conceived begins to sing, and with her the whole church sings. The joy of the Immaculate Conception springs from the mystery of the cross. The collect says, that Mary was preserved from all stain in foresight of the death of Christ, the fruit of her womb, on the cross. The prayer that we've been saying as a novena in preparation for this Feast of the Immaculate Conception puts it this way. Our Lady was 
preserved from original sin, wholly sanctified, filled with grace by virtue of the blood of her Son, before even she had given place for that blood in her virginal womb, before that blood was poured out on the cross. The tree of Eve's mourning and weeping becomes for Mary the tree of an unutterable and exalted joy. Mary is the first to taste of the sweet fruit of the tree of life. Mary is the first to sing of the joy of the cross. And the collect made us ask that we, by the Blessed Virgin Mary's intercession, may come into the presence of God with clean hearts. St. Paul says that the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ chose us in Christ that we should be, that we should be holy and immaculate before him. This standing before God in holiness contrasts with what we heard in the lessons at Matins this morning. The fear of Adam and Eve, who upon hearing the sound of God in the garden, hid themselves from the face of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. The naked Christ, Naked, I say, to repair the nakedness of the first Adam. Naked, I say, to clothe the new Eve in the garment of salvation. The naked Christ, exposed to the gaze of the Father on the tree of the cross. The trees of the garden. The tree of the cross casts out the fear that caused our first parents to make of the trees of the garden a screen between themselves and the face of God. The first effect of the grace of Christ is that it makes us come into the presence of the Father as we sing every morning in the Benedictus at Lord's Free from fear. For you, says the Apostle, have not received the spirit of bondage and fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption as sons, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. The Collect asks specifically that we, being made clean, may so draw near to God. The connection with the beatitude of the clean of heart is not to be missed. Blessed are the clean of heart, for they shall see God. Mary, the immaculate conception, is the mother of the clean in heart. By her intercession, she obtains from Christ again and again the application of the blood of his cross to every heart 
darkened and defiled by sin. The secret of the Mass will return to the same petition, asking that we may be freed from all our faults by Mary's intercession. The Church does not ask with timid half-measures, a culpis omnibus liberemur. What a stupendous petition <coughs> leads directly into the Holy Sacrifice, in which the child of the purest of virgins, the innocent lamb, is immolated in an unbloody manner. Today's feast allows us already to hear something of that sermon of Meloton of Sardis. He is the mute lamb, indeed he is on the altar. The slain lamb, as he was shown at Nock, the lamb born of Mary, the fair you. And what shall we sing at Holy Communion? We shall sing Gloriosa dicta sunt de te, Maria, quia fecit tibi mania, qui potens est. Glorious things are told of thee, O Mary, for he who is mighty has done great things in thee. The communion antiphon is taken from Psalm 86, which psalm we praise twice at Matins. A song in praise of Zion, the city cherished by the Lord. Glorious things are said of thee, O city of God, says the psalm. But the church, with the freedom that comes to her from the Holy Ghost, alters the song ever so slightly to sing in place of city of God, Mary, glorious things are said of thee, O Mary. In the prayer after communion, what shall we say? May the sacraments which we have received, O Lord our God, Heal in us the wounds of that sin from which thou didst alone preserve the Immaculate Conception of Mary. So you see that today's Mass of the Immaculate Conception is artfully constructed of interlocking parts. And it requires the closest attention of those who would benefit from its teachings, and through it, receive the sweet light of today's mystery. In every Holy Mass, Christ, the Son of Justice, arisen from Mary, 
shines for each of us, yes, with healing in his wings. Unlike Mary, we were conceived bearing the wounds of Adam's ancient sin. But by the Eucharistic face of Christ, shining like the sun, we are healed of the wounds from which the Immaculate Conception was preserved. In the end, for those who allow themselves to be illumined by the grace of the sacred liturgy today, there is a return to the song of the beginning. Rejoicing, I will rejoice in the Lord, and my soul shall be joyful in my God. He has clothed me with the garment of salvation, and with the robe of justice he has wrapped me about. This is the song, not only of the beginning of today's Holy Mass, it is the song of Mary's beginning in her mother's womb. It is the song of every new beginning in grace. It is your song, Brother Isaias, on this first day of your novitiate. It is the song of every man and woman once paralyzed by fear, but now set free to stand unafraid in the sight of the Father. The song of every heart, darkened and stained by sin, but now made bright and clean by grace. The song of every life, wounded by sin, but healed by the Son of Justice, who even now, in a few moments, will rise glorious above the altar in the hands of his priest, with healing in his wings. The last word and the first belong to joy. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost.